This week, on Monday, Ngāti Parau and Māori politician Parekura Tūreia Horomia died at his home in Mangatuna, Tolaga Bay. As Wayne Ngata, the official spokesperson for the Fano, told media reports, his death didn't come as a shock due to his ailing health. Often described as the gentle giant in the corridors of Parliament, Parekura was known for his friendly approach to all people, Māori, opposing parties, tamariki and media, including us, when we covered political kaupapa stories on Te Ahika. Thanks to Sound Archives, Nga Taonga Kōrero tonight, a few recordings. This from the year 2000, on Checkpoint. At the time, he was the newly appointed Minister of Māori Affairs. Last night on Checkpoint, a Māori health researcher talked about low life expectancy as a critical gap between Māori and Pākehā. I asked Parikura Horamia if he's got the experience and the toughness to deliver in his new role. Well, anybody who's played rugby against me knows that I've got the toughness physically and also mentally. I certainly have had to survive in, the, you know, um, working with um, a whole lot of upper-level Pākehā people. He's going to be just as tough... Uh, in, in, at that level in, in bureaucracy and I don't want to sound too macho but quite certainly it is about discipline and being focused and, and, have, and having clarity and being clear on what you want to do. Look, I know a, a lot about Mindham outside of the bureaucracy and whatever and I've spent my life living and working through it and that's the toughness that is needed. It is indeed interesting, Marina, when people have this perception or this question is that will you survive, you know, in here. I've um, survived in forums that are sticky, certainly not in the sense of governance at this level, but I've worked to nine or ten ministers in my time, but I've also um, had to work through the politics of Māori, and that's just as torrid at times. Talking about the policies then and the key one, closing the gaps, Dover Samuels said that he would make a difference within a year. How long is it going to take you? Well, I want to be quite clear that by Christmas um, it is understood what we're doing. You know, there's, uh, uh, there have been successive governments and years where people have um, put up the shingle and made statements like Kawatea and Mana Maxis, and there were good points in it. I think the critical issue here, and what I intended to do, is make sure that it starts happening on the ground, not within the confines of bureaucracy or everywhere else, that the action is understood and that, that our people on the ground um, are participating with this. And when are we going to see action, though? When are I you think, going to be able to stand up and say, look, this was the statistic before I started, this is the statistic now, and it's better? Well, I've only been in the job for the last six hours, Mary, and then I, I can't lay claim to making anything show there. But, you know, people who work with me for me and people I've worked with know that I, I am a person of action and I do get on with the business. And, I, and of course, I have to take people with me and confidence that is needed from participants. And I'm certain there's going to be tension. But, um, you know, look, quite seriously, come back to me in three months' time and see what we've mapped out. There are major issues that we have to tie together. I want us not to carry on being benefit-dependent. I want us to get into managing and participating in business and I think uh, I know I'm the person to do that. You don't feel nervous at all about the about the job? Um, no, not necessarily. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, nervousness is always there. But I'm, you know, I'm confident of uh, being able to do the job, 
And I hear all the stories about, you know, the um, political newness, but quite certainly um, I'm not nervous about it. You know, I never came here for fun, and I, um, I do know what our people um, are asking and saying, and there are extremes in that. I want to keep it basic and fundamentally that we start making sure that um, mums and dads and, and rangatahi and grandparents can create a better lot. A recording from the year 2000 when Parekura featured on Checkpoint and discussed his expectations as Minister of Māori Affairs. Four years later to 2004, May 5th, the foreshoring seabed hikoi instigated by Hone Harawera ended on the steps of Parliament. Here, Parekura delivered an emotionally charged speech. Greetings to all our people who've made the effort to come here on the hikoi. <coughs> Mr Speaker, We've just heard a very divisive statement by Dr. Divisive in the sense of wanting to keep Māori in the dungeons of doom and gloom. That's what they want to do to Māori. And we need to understand fundamentally and very pragmatically from the outset that there is a tangata penu in this country and it is Māori. Well. And that the issue that is relevant to this bill is quite clear in our minds. It is a tukud, it is a tukud treasured passing on to us. It is quite clearly about kaitiaki tanga or tangaroa, not the ownership of the ocean or the sea. That came with cats and cocks. Our people have this took it to them to our mokapunas by our ancestors. And we do have the customary right in this country as the First Nations people in this country. And I want to say that this is a sign of a healthy democracy. And I want to pay respect to the Hikwe yesterday because they got out and they're unafraid to challenge governments. And this government will not sway or move away from recognising the customary rights and the peoples who are the tangata whenua in this country. We are a government that is prepared to face up, and that one is the context of this bill. We need to understand some things in the sense what is relevant to Māori from our view as Māori members on this side. In the sense of being a mokapuna who's gone around the rock to Rukupupu to gather seafood and that, it is clearly something that was passed on to us by our tipuna and we want it to last. There are three types of people that Dr. Divisive has been encouraging to please... Order, 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 order. Member refers to members by their name or their rank, not that way. So the member will withdraw that comment. Mr. Speaker, there are people in this country who want to continue in contemporary times the nasty divisiveness, to leave it with the elite, to leave it with the privileged, and the tangata whenua are left out. We do not want to carry on. In 1992, the customary right was put into a regulated framework, the Treaty of Wellington. That's where the fishing right went. It was done without consultation, it was done in the dark in Wellington, and it was done by that party over there. At least we went out and we got stood by in relation to it. In the sense of those types of people who are saying, leave it as it is, leave it as it is, because it's okay. Well, that's not a lot of hogwash because at the moment the Kaimana seafood is being depleted. The nasty take, the illegal take, is three times bigger than the customary take at the moment. As the allocated take, it is struggling to get a, to get a, a regulated average size power or kina in these modern days. It is terrible. And we want to do something about it. So leaving as it is isn't right. And there are those who say leave it to the Crown. In total that's not right. And there are those who are muscling up to create Free Simple, which is about 
fee simple, which is about purchase and sales. You buy it and you sell it. At the moment, we have Māori who are selling whenua that was tuku to them. We have other races encouraging them to go and pillage the clay mourner and sell it in Auckland in the dark of that. And I want to make sure that my mokopuna, when she grows up, that they can go there and get clay. The foreshore is that strip of land between the high water mark and the low water mark. Nothing above it, nothing below it. And no treaty settlement is interfered with or adjusted by this bill. This strengthens our customary rights. This identity, this identifies it quite certainly, creates an understanding that there is a tangata whenua in this country. Yesterday was an emotional day. It was the sight of Māori where they are now. Our demographics, 200 years on being colonised by other people, are over. There is always a national well-known licence that tells you that the demographics of the colonised people are just and it is totally different to the majority. We have a very, very young race. Median age group 22. We have more 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds than older people in this country like you. It is really important to understand that. And that's a technical, no, that is a technical truth that you are more aging people than order, we are. Order. So we as the people who are here now, representatives in this house, have to make sure through, through platforms like this bill is that we create a better lot for our people. Quite simply that. Irrespective of all of them are telling us to sit down or leave. You have to stand up and do that because we understand the process. Today is the first day of a long process where votes will be taken on the way through over the next six or seven months. Today is not the end. Today is the beginning in the sense of making this go forward. It is important to that. Let me remind you about retention. Let me remind you about retention. Most of the Māori land that is still intact now was put into a regulated framework by Tāpirananata and it has stood the test of time whether it has gorse or manuka on it. It has stood the test of time and we still have it. It is still our possession. A lot of it that was left out of it, it was pre-pillaged by people who came as visitors to this country. It was ransacked. We were hemorrhaged by it. It was disgraceful. And our people have sold on in recent times. Penua that was tuku to them, given to them by the tupuna. If they bought their house, they bought their car, they bought their land, take the point. But at the end of the day, with our young population, we have to ensure that we have documents like this and policies like this that will help our progress. Not sitting where you want us to be. Let me tell you, Māori have grown up. A lot of our assets are better managed. All the scurrilous scandal that's around. It's important to get it into the context. And I've heard the harping of the Māori, the Māori Affairs spokesman on that side. There are a whole lot of summaries in here that are clear in the sense of the policy and the benefit for Māori. And that is right. Dr. Brash is dead right. We are trying to create priority for the Tangata Whenua through customary rights. It needs to be erected. That's right. Some people in this country are divisive and disgraceful. They don't want Māori to go forward. They're used to them. I am a 53-year-old Māori. I want to meet to my elder here, uh, Winston Peters. I'm a 53-year-old Māori. And I'll tell you what I am. I'm the last of children of manual labourers. 99% of my parents, like a whole lot of these people, work for the Ministry of Work, work for the PNT, work for the freezing work, worked on the railways, all those great labouring jobs. They were loyal. They worked for 30 to 40 years. They were neither close to management nor were they close to enterprise because other people kept them out of the opportunities. They kept them out of the opportunities. 
Well, I tell you this, Order. I got a six-year-old Mokopuna, and I've got a young son at university. There are 1,375 Māori attending Otago University, Order. and only 130 of them doing a Māori paper. They're doing a whole lot of things, so move over. Move over. We want to be the business managers, we want to be the, the business owners, and we want to make sure that Māori had their rightful place as a First Nations people, the tongue of the Whenua in this country, that their customary right is recognised, and not a whole lot of the hogwash that's been invented by other people, Mr. Speaker, in the, in the development of this country. Let me tell you, Māori are going forward, with or without hikoi. There are a whole lot of other hikoi's to be made. Education, employment, health, and this government can be measured on what they're doing. We're not saying leading up to polls and that, that we want to do away with this. We're not saying get rid of those issues that are good for Māori. We're not saying that Māori are irrelevant. We sure as hang are trying to function properly within the process of this house and make sure that our people get a fair say. That's what we're on about. And if you're not used to your people telling you what you don't want to hear, then you better get used to it. Because that's what happens in being a Māori member. And certainly, we will be supporting this bill. We will be voting for it. And we will stand the heat from our people and recognise it. And we won't be playing divisiveness like you are. If you're serious about nationhood, then recognise the First Nation, the son of the Fenua of the people. If you support better relationships in this country, support the bill. Don't go out there trying to play Mambi's family's nonsense. Uh, order. Order. Recorded in 2004, Parekura's speech in Parliament in reaction to the then foreshore and seabed bill. During his tenure as Minister of Māori Affairs from 2000 to 2008, Parekura oversaw a number of initiatives. A milestone was the formation and establishment of Māori Television in 2003 and the ongoing support and funding for the expansion of Iwi Radio. I first met Parekura in 2005 at the opening of the new premises of Rotorua uh, Iwi Station Radio Tiarua. He was humble, down-to-earth and pretty funny. Fast forward a few years, he's featured on Tiahika. One such time, he had his shorts and shirt on walking in the Kohangareo protest march a couple of years ago. Uh, kia ora. Kia ora. Where are you from? Uh, Wanganui. Wanganui, and why are you here today? Oh, to support our uh, Kohangareo. Yeah, which Kohangareo are you uh, from? Te Rangahawa to Kohangareo. Um... Did you go through Kohangareo? Yep, when what I was a little boy. Yep, what does Kohanga mean to you? Oh, a lot of things are aroha, te waka wanaungatanga, yeah. How old are you, Eriwira? Uh, 14. 14, so you're on to what? College now? Yeah, college now. Have, are you carrying on through your te reo Māori? Yep, I take te reo Māori at school, so... Yeah. Cousins and brothers or sisters go to Kohanga? Yep. Kapai. How many of you came down? Or came, yeah, down? <laughs> two vans. <laughs> two van lines. Yeah. It's kia ora. Okay, Justin Murray here with uh, Parekura Horomea. Kia ora, Parekura. Kia ora, Justin. You, you uh, all ready to hikoi, eh? Yeah, yeah, ready to go. Well, what's going to happen? Oh, nothing will happen to Kohangareo. Kohangareo is very strong, long life, and uh, as you see here today, no matter what the politics are, um, the Kohangareo is a surviving organisation. And it's not just about education for our tamaliki, it's about um, 
their language, and that's what you see here today. Great gathering and a lot of effort by the fun. What will be presented at the Waitangi Tribunal? Oh, well, just their anxiety and how they want their case defined and uh, those things that, you know, are relevant to any tune settlement. They feel hard done by, and today they're expressing that. That interview recorded in 2011. And finally, a 1996 recording of Parikura Horomia from Tuahiwi Marae in Christchurch. Here he talks fondly of home on the East Coast. My name is Parikura Horomia. If you're from Ngāti Pro, it means a great happening. If you're from Ottawa, it's a great disaster. So <laughs> some days it's a great happening and some days it's a great disaster. I come from a place about the size of Tuahiwi called Mangatsuna in Tonga Bay on the east coast. I'm Hawiti descent. I've had a great-grandmother who's Ngāpui and a grandmother who's Ngāta. Um, so got a real mission. It comes in handy when you're roaming around the country. My job's I'm the general manager, one of the five in the Department of Labour. I look out for community employment group service, and I also have the responsibilities for PI and the director of the Māori Union. So that's my role, and I don't get out on the road to do that. It's critical. And I did a lot of work with Aloha, which is the president of the league. That's why I feel quite safe. So that's who I am, and I'm here to see where we're at.